Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I'm not quite ready to uh, do that yet, Al. I need to... I don't even know how to phrase this. It, you know, sometimes you get something from somebody and you're like, I, this is good, but I don't, I, I, I think it's embarrassing to me. I think it just highlights my failures as a parent. So uh, I, I'm so going to have good. to decide whether or not that you, and you're going to have to read the text exchange because I will get too emotionally involved. So good. You shouldn't feel that bad. You shouldn't. I mean, I know you are the father, and I know that I'm at least you are, 50% responsible your kids are a reflection of your parents, but um, that's so good. That is so good. We'll, we'll do it. I just need to process. You know, sometimes when you get news, you're like, okay, I know Give it. Give me a I, second. I, I need to- How old is he now? Th- He's 22. 22. <laughs> I yeah. love the guy. Yeah. I do too. Uh, you know, I've only met too. him a couple times, but I, I, I feel like there's a, a I connection him, there. I but I don't know if I understand him very well. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's a disconnect. Uh, listeners will be very proud. We, we, They'll be happy. It, 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 it's a lot. What's the uh, Paul George situation that you right, were telling here, me about? Here's what we got here. Um, Paul George uh, did a feature in GQ. Which, by the way, is BS that we have yet to do a feature in GQ. Just well, I that think when there. you think of that magazine in particular, you think <laughs> yep. of Travis Lee. Yes. Uh, <laughs> With your La Paz hat and yes. my never-ending wardrobe of quarter zips. <laughs> by the way, we hit do you have the like point- a rotate. Like, do they go up Monday, Tuesday, there's a, Wednesday? There's a shelf in my closet yeah. where they all. I have hoodies stacked here, and I have quarter zips stacked here. And I used to have like maybe four or five quarter zips, and so like one of one a day for the week, and they'd go in the wash, and I'd stick them back on the shelf and yeah. go through them. We're up to like ten, so the ones at the bottom never really get into mm. the rotation. It's just the top five because I'm just pulling off the top of the stack. And your Rams lanyard is always there too. That you you don't take it off. It's just it's I, there. I take. Time. I, I'm I'm pretty good at come home from work, put my wallet, put my keys, put yeah. my lanyard in the same spot, so I don't forget things. I don't like doing that. I'd rather forget that two days a week up here so then i have to ask the security to let me up i i I, I prefer that now that i've said i don't lose this it'll be lost by the end of next week but i've had this for since i i've had this for eight years here's the show why if i set it down i'm gonna lose it here is the simplicity what you just said about now you have 10 of them but only the top if i if i go through everything that i have i don't have a crazy amount of clothes i don't either but the amount that it doesn't matter how much I get rid of, I'm still only wearing the 10%. Of course. So I could get rid of 60%. I'm still going back to the 10%, which always amazes me why I keep stuff. Like It's like, no, just get rid of it. Well, there's a whole nother part of a closet that you don't have. I don't think you have. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I would be surprised if you do. Mm-hmm. There is the part of the Travis closet and other men who are generally shaped like me that's like... I can wear that if I have to, but I'd really rather not because I'm going to be a little uncomfortable. That shirt doesn't fit quite the way I would like it to. Those pants don't fit quite the way I would like them to. So in a pinch, if nothing else is clean, I can put that on, but I'm going to be doing this all day long. That's a a certain part of a North American cut man's closet that I don't believe you have. No, I have some dress shirts where the button 
it will fight. It will be like a struggle. World because War you put three. on weight or because the shirt's just too small? Uh, both. Okay. I think both. At, <laughs> so at, one, packs, point, <laughs> at one point, <laughs> I could, and now it's like this button is just fighting for its life <laughs> holding on to the strings in the chest area. The other ones are okay, but yeah. these ones up here, there's just, just no space. Work out. All right. Anyway, that's the that's closet talk. What does Paul George right, say Paul in, George in, in our in, GQ magazine? In GQ. As a SoCal kid who grew up far from the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, um, George is clear about his goal. And then here's his quote. A championship with the Clippers 100% will outweigh a championship being with the Lakers. Okay? So Paul George trying to identify he is with the Los Angeles Clippers. Remember, he had a couple of chances to come to the Lakers, and he sure. didn't come. He was one of the few players that I think before he signed with the Clippers, you thought – all right, he's with Oklahoma City now. Is they he had that whole ESPN show about his decision coming leading yep. up to the decision? He yep. decided to stay in OKC. Stayed in OKC with Russ, um, and then when another opportunity came up, it wasn't hey, I'm going to try to find a way to get to the Lakers. It was I'm going to hook up with Kawhi to go play for the Clippers. A championship with the Clippers 100% will outweigh a championship being with the Lakers. So I, I got two hats I'm going to put on this one. Because I could I could read that quote and say, this guy's crazy. What is he talking about? The Los Angeles Lakers. It's arguably the most popular brand in the world of sports. Might be. When you win a championship with the Los Angeles Lakers, you're royalty forever. This, that, whatever you want to say. He plays for the Clippers. He's playing for a franchise that has always actually been, you know, it's a punchline to the Clippers. Always there's a punchline to the Clippers. I found a punchline. There was something that we were talking about earlier about another franchise, and I associated it was during one of the breaks. It was one of the well, – you'll know what I'm talking about. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. I associated the Clippers immediately. I'm like, hey, yeah, that's kind of clownish. And and I did that just naturally. That yeah. wasn't me trying to be mean. His point about it would mean more for him personally to win one with the Clippers, I, I get that. I understand the – I want a championship. The Clippers franchise has never won one. I, Lakers can go stack in, a, in championship number fourteen. Who was on the Lakers? You have to kind of think about it for a second. All right, was this play? Okay, what was that playoff run? They have seventeen of them, mm-hmm. so it's it's a lot more difficult to decipher which one it was. I get what he's saying for him personally, but the fact that okay, it would be. Um, it would outweigh a championship with the Lakers, maybe just for him personally, but the actual achievement or accomplishment would not. It's silly. I, I, it, I mean, you, you, these are the choices that you make, right? It's as simple as this. Do you want to be a legend or do you want to be a footnote? Every, somebody wins the championship every year, and it's not always the Lakers. It's more often than not, not the Lakers. And other people will win championships, and it's part of it. There are two ways to become legends in this sport. Be one of the great players of all time. Be Giannis. In Milwaukee, it's not that he won a championship. It's part of his legacy. Giannis is a great player who has a championship, right? If you're Dirk Nowitzki, and same sort of situation in Dallas. You became a legend through 20 years of exemplary play. You also had a championship. Dallas is only NBA championship. Okay, that's fine. That's one. The other way to do it is go be a part of something special in a special place. Go in a World Series with the Yankees. Scott Brocious with the Yankees yeah. hits a big... Scott Brocious isn't a legend of the game. Mm-hmm. He hit a big home run in the sure. World Series for the Yankees. He's a legend to Yankee fans. That makes him a legend. Okay. Pau Gasol is a great player. Pau Gasol spends his whole career in Memphis and wins a championship. That's one thing. Doing it next to Kobe Bryant with the Lakers is a totally different animal. 
You become a legend of the sport just because you are here with that team. That's the part he doesn't get. You can go win a championship with the Clippers. Look, it's not totally far-fetched that they could come out of the West. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it could happen. But you'll have you'll win one. You'll be the team. Oh, yeah. Who's the oh, – it was Kawhi. It was Paul George. It was, you know, Ty Lewis. Yeah, okay, cool. It was a good team. And it's, it's a footnote in the history of the NBA. You do something special mm-hmm. with the Yankees, with the Celtics, with the Dodgers, with the Red Sox, the Cubs, the bleeping Lakers, mm-hmm. you're a legend. Even if you're not the best player on the team, you're just part of that and you contribute to it. That's the part he doesn't get. So this I'm I'm gonna it's interesting because the definition of a legend, you have a definition in your way. I might have a different definition in my way. Okay. So um Anthony Davis won a championship with the Lakers. He did it with LeBron James. He was really special during that championship season. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I tell you, talk to me about Anthony Davis, I don't think you talk about that championship just because of the current I, situation. I agree with you. Right? Just because of the current situation. And it, now, it's will a, he have. It's a one off. Now, will he have always won a championship with the Lakers? He will have. I think you could define legend if Paul George to him is legendary, is I helped a franchise that's never won an NBA championship before. I'm not mad at that. Like, I'm not. Like, I. I let me it's use. Fine. Let me. Let me give you. Because. Maybe maybe there's a little... Rel- Can I throw one at you real quick? Just I real think, quick. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's a little bit... I could relate a little bit to this. Remember we were talking about this two weeks ago, whatever it was. The Padres have never won a World Series. The city of San Diego has never won anything. That's pathetic. That's not good. Like, you can't... You can't have a squad. They had the Chargers for 55 years. They've had the Padres, I think, since 69, something like that. And they've never won anything. That's really, really pathetic. If... Manny Machado helped the Padres win a World Series and they've never won one before. Or he could have done it with the Dodgers and they have many of them or they're always in the hunt. The Dodger one's better. I think they're... But, but to who? <laughs> to everybody that's, that's not a Padre fan. But but that's that's the point is... Are you trying? I don't think to everybody. I, I, I do. And I, I got because exa- if you're I got not a Dodger fan, what, what would it matter? I got an example for yeah. you. What of those championships... Matt, Dennis Johnson, right? Dennis Johnson, great Celtic. Yep. Dennis Jan- Johnson brought the only championship to Seattle with the Supersonics. Mm-hmm. He also won with the bleeping Celtics in the middle of a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think mattered more to him? Which one do you think matters more to the the people that follow basketball? That he got one in a weird Seattle season where they won the thing, or the fact that he was part of that Bird, McHale, Parrish, uh, you know, unbelievable run DJ thing where yeah. I did it with the Celtics, man. Not, hey, I got one over there in the Pacific Northwest that no one else has got one before or since. But it's like, yeah, cool. The C- Seattle fans care. Nobody else does. But if you do it with the Celtics, if you do it with the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Yankees, it's totally different. Totally different. But I, I go, I'm going to go back to this. To who? Because to everybody other than the one spot you are. But that but that's I guess what it comes down to. What's more important to you? Because what if Dennis Johnson, and I don't have this answer, says, Do you know when I go He's dead. He can't say anything anymore. I know that. But I'm saying, <laughs> did he ever did he ever address it afterwards or anything like that? I know what you're saying about the Boston Celtics, but what if Dennis Johnson's saying I won the only championship in Seattle, that's more important to me because the Celtics have seventeen of them. The stage matters. Being the best actor in your high school play is not the same thing as doing it on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. You're doing it in your high school gym with the Clippers. It's cool. It, it counts. 
but it's not the same as doing it on Broadway. But if it's, you have a franchise that's never won, what is more difficult? That's diff- That's a different question. Difficult is it's probably more difficult to win a championship with the Clippers than it is with the Lakers. So wouldn't that wouldn't that add an element that to Clipper fans? But sure. I, I, I'll go back to the Mavs thing. The Mavs beat the Miami Heat. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought that was one of the coolest accomplishments that a franchise can have with Dirk because they beat the Miami Heat with LeBron, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. It's way more meaningful than either of those Heat championships. Or but, even KD. I mean but, KD but, and but, Golden State. Like. But but again, the Heat, Golden State are not the Celtics. They're not the Lakers. They're, they're, there's not a lot of these places that but he's specifically saying the Lakers. Had he just he's, said he is that, specifically that, that's saying why the Lakers, this is a yeah. conversation. This isn't that there are only a couple of these teams, maybe three or four in every sport. There just aren't a lot. Yeah, you're right. And so if you do it in Boston with the Celtics or LA with the Lakers or with the Dodgers or with the Yankees or the, the Red Cowboys. The Cowboys. It's different than if you win a Super Bowl in Minnesota. What's well, our only one? Great. Did it with the Cowboys. That's different. So different, you're right. I don't question the difference. And, but I, better. The difference is in its betterness. The difference is on the impact look, that it has. that part I would argue. The impact it has outside of just every market that wins one yeah. cares about it. That, of course. No, of, of course. course. It's everything. But yep. you become, look, there's a, Dak Prescott is barely above average and he's everywhere because he's on the Cowboys. The stage changes everything. The only thing that, that pauses me on his quote there is, if a franchise has 17 of them, they get you kind of almost dilute the championships because you've won so many of them. Right. The because Lakers fans don't even care about the last championship. I mean, literally AD has already gone that out. That one you got to throw in the trash. That one does. That, I don't want to say throw in the trash. No, that but, one is no. so unlike every other season in <laughs> Trap, NBA. But so it doesn't even, count? Not, not even just that. Not even just that. Go walk into crypto and go look at the jerseys up there. Go you're like, like, what the hell right, is this? How right. is every That's, Hall of Famer... You're making my point for me. You're no, ma- the, no, but, but, when you go into the Laker building yes. and you see Kareem and yep. Chamberlain yep. and West yep. and Magic and Kobe and right on down the line, and then you go into the other one and it's... Ola Wakandi and yeah. Danny Manning. <laughs> and Benoit Benjamin. But then that goes to my point of... I don't think so. I can see how he's saying... They've never done it. They've never won it. And if he's a part of a team that wins a championship for a franchise that's been the laughing stock of the NBA for so many years. Somebody else will win it the year after that, and somebody else the year after that. And the problem with the Lakers is if if you get number 18, you're trying to figure out who was on the team for number 16, and who was on the team for 14, and 12, and 10. Not if you're a part of it. If I said to you, because Paul George is not a part of this. Mm -hmm. If they do do it, he will be a reason they do it. Just like if he were on the Lakers. He would not be a part of it. He would be a reason for it, and that's different. I don't. You don't have to go back and think who was on the last Laker championship team. You don't have to go on and think about who and was on the one before that. I don't say that joking around. I'm talking about they just have so many yeah. of them no, that I, you do but pause. That's like, why it's so much more impactful because mm-hmm. there are so many of them. Not just one. One of one is one of one. But I'm part of this lineage, this stage, the the pressure that comes along with it. There's no pressure to win one. It's the same thing as First trying off, to win one for the Suns. PG, we appreciate that quote. It's great. That was good. That came out of nowhere. For Laker us. fans should get in on this. 877-710. Clipper fans. 377. Good luck with 11 that. 11 of them. 877-710-3776. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So Berg is coming in. So you were you wanted to get in on uh, the one of the Ask Laura's was, is we all know that Slee's a, a secret agent. Secret yeah. Is he more agent John man. Wick or Jason Bourne? So I don't think you're either one of those. <laughs> Wouldn't argue that. <laughs> <laughs> No, you think you might. I think you're more Austin Powers, <laughs> a Not much bad. better secret agent man. Not uh, bad. I think it's actually a good thing though. Austin Powers lived a good life. Ex- that's what I'm saying. Lived really he lived good a life. good life. Yep. He had fun. Oh, oh he had a good Graham. time. He, and, and he and Beyonce seems a and lot Beyonce. less and Beyonce and there was seems a, a lot Beyonce. less dangerous. I think that one that one will fit the uh, <laughs> the mold I mean, better. You're fighting you're fighting Doctor Evil opposed to you know so like the golf cart just going back and forth just trying to get out. <laughs> that that those movies are funny, but that Slee is the funniest <laughs> thing in the entire series. It might be the series. best scene I've ever. It's incredible. You know what's the worst? I told it to one of my. I have a 21 year old daughter, and she I. I told her about that scene because she had a similar situation, and she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." They don't know Austin Powers. Like Austin Powers is gone. The it's movie's not, it's thirty not the, years old. Now. I know, but it was such a like <laughs> iconic, great movie from our past. Okay, but, but that, but wait, that wait, does. Need, what year were you her. born? I was born in 1983. Okay, what if somebody said, "Oh, there's this great movie from 1953"? How I've do you not know? Seen the- it? <laughs> no, you haven't seen it. <laughs> My dad made me watch all of those things. <laughs> but that does. I watched Eastbrook Parade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that does start a perspective where it is different because I think. I'm starting to hit that a lot more now too, where I'll I'll bring up something and somebody will say, "I have no idea what you're talking about." It's like, all right, never mind. Susan, I'm never having a conversation with you again. I know, I don't Susan have that will say something like, "Well, why, how does that person not know that?" I said, "This is the equivalent of you saying, why did you would know a movie from the '40s when we were 10 years old?'" Of course they don't know. But of when course they don't know. Old? Yes, if you're 20 and the movie, if you're 20 right now, okay, so you were born in 2000, roughly. Okay. If I said, well, this is a movie from 1975, you're not going to know it. You're just it not. on the movie. If it's okay, a, if so it's they're not going to know. Well, it's like Jaws. Like Jaws well, is well, that, That's different, yes. but it's Austin Powers is not okay. Jaws. It's not. It's it not. was of its should time. Be. Well, it should be. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> I, are you guys you're kidding right. me? <laughs> they're Austin, not. Oh, no. Okay. Even they're, 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 nobody's that obtuse in this situation. <laughs> well, they're different types 100% of 100% I'm serious. <laughs> But by the way, speaking of different classic types of movies, movies okay, right. here's another one. This is from Big E. Jason Bourne or John Wick? Nope. Sleaze Mr. Bean. Oh, I'll take Mr. Bean. I love Bean. <laughs> That's a Bean. great one, too. I love no Mr. Bean. No way anybody knows Mr. Bean that was younger oh, than My 21. dad used to <laughs> 30. love Mr. Bean. I, I know Mr. Bean. So you know Mr. Bean? I'm, yes, I know oh, Mr. Bean. Mr. Taylor, do you know Mr. Bean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, but he's... Good. 
But, Biggie, uh, you're Mr. Bean, bro. And Atkinson, come on now. Someone said we didn't say that Jack Ryan. It's more, he's more like Jack Ryan. You guys know that one? But... I think Mr. Bean is, is, is better than Jack Ryan. <laughs> it's all about the facial expressions for Mr. Bean, too. So uh, I mean, that's what you great. get out of sleep. It's all about his facial expressions. Pretty great. <laughs> all right, so where are we? You wanted to... Did you want to weigh in on this? We brought it up. Sure. We brought this Paul George stuff up. I'm going to read you the exact quote. Okay. Paul George said to GQ Magazine, a championship with the Clippers 100% will outweigh a championship being with the Lakers. What's your initial thoughts when you when you see that? So, I mean, he's a Clipper, so it makes it a little bit difficult. But I think I... I mean, I see it. Yeah, I, okay. I, I mean, I see it because it's the first time with the champ. But being a Laker champion is just totally different than anything else. There's like two teams. How would we know the Clippers have never won? Well, a yeah, they're not going to. But there's either either way. There's two teams in the NBA that if you win, you're a god. You are with the Lakers and with the Celtics, and that's it. Every other yeah, there's team not doesn't. a lot of teams that qualify to make you a god, like right. you're saying. Yankees be a and Dodgers god in your baseball. City. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah, you in can win city. one in yep. Topeka, and if mm-hmm. you win a title, it's impressive. But man, you in soccer, the yep. Canadians in hockey, the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL. There's just a handful of places that are different, and the Lakers are. And this isn't would the Clipper championship matter? It, that's not. Of course it would. Of course it would. Would it matter like a Laker? Of course it wouldn't. But he's saying this from his perspective because well, he's on the Clippers. But oh. but put that to the side. Put that to the side. Put that to the side. But I you think, can't. But you can't. But you can make a case. Like I I don't. I understand where he's coming from. When you have a franchise that's never won an NBA championship, that's been literally the punchline of the NBA for how many years, and all of a sudden you're a part of that organization and you win a championship. I don't think they're going to win a title. That team makes no sense to me. I, I don't understand how they're uh, you know, hovering around 500. But if that was accomplished with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, Paul George being from Los Angeles, I get where he's coming from. I understand where he's coming from. Sure. I could see I could see him saying people will remember me associated with the Clippers in a championship, a, a franchise that's been a dog franchise for how long. I can get where he sees value in that over By the way, didn't he do this by choosing the Clippers years ago? He, he was going so against pe- the Lakers the entire time. Yeah, that's different. that's a whole nother can well, of worms. Yeah. That that's a a lot of people looking over there. Nobody's looking. I'll go over there. Yeah. That's a, I don't want that gonna go to spotlight. I don't want the stage. I'd rather do my play in Topeka where I'm more comfortable and relaxed and do it in front of a smaller crowd as opposed to where if I get one line wrong on Broadway, they're going to kill me. AD. If he, and that's where the champion. That, that's sure. what I'm saying. The, 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 the standard is different. The scrutiny is different. The pressure is different. But the rewards are different. But if the so, rewards are far different. So if Paul George would have hit the side of the backboard in a in a playoff game with the Lakers, oh my god, he would have been destroyed for years upon years upon years. That would have been a would have been that was why we lost the championship. It would have gone nuts. But because he's a Clipper, they're just kind of like, oh no, no, he's fine. It's Paul George. He's he's one of us. And also, what is he going to say to GQ? Like. If he says the opposite, if he actually says, "Oh no, it would actually mean more as a as a Laker," like I understand the city, even if he's saying it in that sense of like understanding the city and understanding the basketball itself, if he would have said the Lakers would have mean more, it would have blown up I, massively. I think, but I, I think what he's saying to just simplify it, they've won nothing. So for me to help a franchise win who's won nothing is more important than me to try to help a franchise that's got seventeen of them. I mean, that I, I think is the, that, that no, I, I think is the but I don't the foundation. The, I, of I don't buy it. He's, he's wrong though because right. the the easier path is never the more rewarding path. It's always the, to win with the brightest lights on the 
biggest stage. But how, but how everybody can you, but how can you, but how can you say it. that when one franchise won 17 and they've never won? How is that a more difficult path? It how, is. how are the Lakers a more difficult path when the Clippers have never won because an NBA championship? Every time you do anything, everyone they have a better owner. They have it's they, seventeen they can get to nothing. Players. I know, but that, that's not the point. The point is not who has more and which one would get you to this number or that number. The number is the pressure that comes along with yep. trying to do it in mm-hmm. Boston and L.A. Mm-hmm. is different than the other twenty-eight teams in the league. It just is. Winning the, in Memphis Phoenix is different. and. LA, the other LA, the Clippers and Houston and places like this that are trying to win titles. Mm-hmm. It, it, sure, there's pressure that comes along with it, but it's not the same because if you miss with the Clippers, everybody goes, eh. If you miss with the Lakers, they beat you and beat you and beat you for blowing it, for not being mm-hmm. like Kobe and Magic and Shaq and Kareem and all those guys. If this is just like, eh, it's Clippers, and we turn the page after five minutes. Do we, re- do totally we remember different. the Angel? Do we remember the Angel World Series? The Rally Angel? Monkey, I think, batted fourth. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Do we remember those guys? With the Dodgers, they had the best team ever this last year, won 111 games, won in the playoffs, and, they still, and they're getting destroyed. All of these guys, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, all these guys that are being... I, I, th- I think the care, if we're not, I'm not arguing who cares more. I'm not arguing which fan base is bigger. I'm not arguing, I mean, we've done it. We're, we are a perfect example here. We complain about the Lakers like they haven't won in 22 years. Okay. <laughs> they won in 2020. That part I'm not complaining about. I'm saying that I could see Paul George genuinely saying, if I get one chip for the Clippers, to me, it would, be, it would mean more to a franchise that already has 17. I get well, to that. the franchise, yeah, because this would be their very first one. I keep seeing what? his mic turn on, and then he doesn't say anything. Taylor, anything? Because I see it come on. I feel like you want to say something. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't know if the Lakers are a Broadway stage. It's more like a Real Housewives kind of deal. <laughs> uh, Kings fan. <laughs> it's funny. Not everybody wants to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Very, look, sometimes bad plays get put on Broadway. We're going through a series of we're retooling directors Spider-Man and producers. Spider-Man After Dark, that yes. one that had a bunch it's of injuries. true yeah, Hollywood. It's, it's, it's a unsuccessful production at the moment, but it's still Broadway. Right, but you still, you still want to be on the Yankees or the Dodgers, the do- even if... If you're the Clippers a, you and Kings I mean. are on Bravo. Right. Okay. <laughs> the, the Lakers are on HBO. It's, right. it's different. Those are the differences, yes. You say you don't want to be a part of it, but when they come calling, you're like, yeah, I, I, I want to be Can a part we of focus it. on what matters with your <laughs> tweets like this, which is, oh, now Sliwa knows what a combo is. Hashtag never forget from John DeFullerton of still, I was still throwing off the whole thing. <laughs> I've never had that much food in a... At a Mexican restaurant. Your light is on, John, by the way. John is still... Oh, thank you. John, John is still struggling with the fact that your two-item Mexican combo was such I was like, a like, let me just wreck. get rice and beans. He's like, no. That is the combo. That makes it the combo. It's the, the entrees, the, the main attraction. Yeah, but he wanted me to get enchiladas... A burrito and roll tacos. No, I, who that would, eats? That would, that would be a three-item combo. <laughs> but that's what he originally said was a three-item combo. No, no just that you're changing the story. It was a two-item combo. And you said, well, rice and beets. Well, that's that comes in. By definition, that's what makes it a combo. The two-item part is the part that... The cha- like the, when you get a combo the, meal, the, the orange get the chicken, The orange chicken right, and, and the beef and broccoli. Yes. There yeah. you go. That that's it. The chow mein and the rice come no matter what. It's the beans and the... That's the beans the, and the rice. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I feel like a light bulb just went off over your head. I feel like we finally cracked the code. That's <laughs> factor cap. Coming up next... I can't just get a California clean, burrito. 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. I'm waiting on bated breath for this uh, text exchange. It was Bobby, right? Yes. <laughs> Between Bobby and, and you. I, I want to know what this is about. I don't know what it's about. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. You when will the not story be comes out, <laughs> yeah, I won't be surprised <laughs> yeah. what it's about. All right. So uh, Chad Henney went on to Adam Schefter's podcast and he talked about Mahomes' superstitions. So I'm going to play it for you right now. The details, the superstitions, superstitions, even every day. Oh, I mean, you know, baseball background. So all these guys, I mean, he has to have a certain thing each and every day. He comes in, he does his work. His notes are written out a certain way. The same pair of underwear, which probably not a lot of people know on game day. He's been wearing it since I've been a part of it. And I've, I've never said this. So this will definitely be a light. and be like, what the hell? You're checking my underwear out? But <laughs> there's, there's things that I've seen that nobody else has seen. I think someone else has seen those, but uh, <laughs> Chad Honey should have kept that to himself. Travis Fetter Cap. Yeah, Cap. I'm all right with that. That's relatively harmless, right? Athletes um, have superstitions. They're almost always, by definition, weird, right? It's a little potentially unsanitary, I guess, but no, nah, I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm a believer in superstitions. I, I have a few, or I had a few myself back in the day. Um, there's nothing terribly embarrassing about that, and I don't think it's going to change his ritual, so I'm going to go Cap. Berg? That's Cap. I'm with Travis here. This is I actually love hearing those types of stories. You're retired now. You can kind of say whatever you want and give us the insight of things that happened within the locker room. If that's the weird thing that came out of it, totally fine with that. He can absolutely say anything at this point. Al? Uh, fact, I... Don't need to know that Patrick Mahomes doesn't wash his underwear. I, by the way, I don't even know that fact. He didn't, yeah, he didn't give say me he didn't enough. Wash it. He didn't give me enough information there. Where I'm just assuming, like after a W, he says, "Well, I can't wash them," and then he hangs them up, and they're just kind of hanging inside the locker room, air drying. <laughs> so then, that the next week he could come back to play the Broncos and wear them again. There's holes in it. I don't. Uh, yeah, Let's get Patrick I, Mahomes I, on line three. I don't need that information. I'm okay without that. Some of the superstitious stuff I like. The not. The underwear portion can stay with Chad Henney. <laughs> Taylor? Cap, I think this is just a harmless superstition. All right, so this next one, a, uh, I believe it was Sunday, or it might have been Monday, uh, Dallas, two Dallas Mavericks fans got married at halftime of their game. So I'm going to play the ceremony for you real quick. Reed and Ellen will now exchange rings as a symbol of love and commitment to each other. It is the seal of the vows you have just taken to love each other without end. Now, please place the rings on each other's hands and repeat after me. As a sign of my love... As a sign of my love that I have chosen you that I have chosen you above all else above all else with this ring 
with this ring, I thee wed. I thee wed. By the power vested in me and with 20,000 MFFLs as witnesses, it's my delight to declare you husband and wife. Reed, you may kiss the bride. <laughs> I think the best part of it is the uh, air horn. The horn makes yeah, it. For sure. And the, by the way, the guy, the public address guy's got pipes. Oh, yeah. So and you guys scoot over. Tim Hardaway is just warming up real quick. <laughs> you just scoot over to the left here. All right. So Giannis would want that. This is romantic. Greg, factor cap. So it depends. So fact for me that's not romantic. That's fact or fact that is not what am I trying the, to say? The statement is, this is romantic. This is romantic. Cap, to me, that is not romantic, but it would be fact for those two. They obviously chose to do it, so it is fact for them, but not to me. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Al? Okay. Incredibly cap. <laughs> Incredibly cap. You're spending such a important moment with 20,000 strangers that just went and bought a dog and a beer and spilled uh, whatever they spilled on their way back. That's who you're sharing the moment with. I think it's kind of funny. I'm glad that they did it. But if you're going to ask me if that's something I would do, I would think romantic is intimate with the people that you're, you're closest with. It's pretty funny. I would never do it. Romance is different to everybody. <laughs> Trav? That, what Greg just said is the right answer. Whatever gets you going, gets you going. Yeah. Right? Not, not everybody likes to dance the same way. <laughs> Fernando Mania. <laughs> not, not everybody gets um, their motor running the same way. <laughs> right? So if, if, if you really want to be in the presence of, um, you know, Jason Kidd, when you tie the knot, <laughs> knock yourself out. Hey, it's Luca, not for come me. on out. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it, it's not for me, but if that's how you roll, that's fine. Yeah, it's romantic enough for them. That's fine. Taylor? Fact. In fact, this wedding is more meaningful than any wedding that's occurred in the thousands of churches <laughs> nationwide. Wow. Taylor coming hot Ooh, today. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Christian Wood to be there. Like, <laughs> congratulations. Hey. Congratulations, well, Maybe you get, like, I don't know, season tickets for the rest of your life or something, too. Like, maybe the Mavs will come up. Look, like, if you know. are a Mavs fan, Got free nachos matters. matters. <laughs> get a registry of churros and Pepsis. Emily, as an example, would you like to get married inside of a stadium with 20,000 people? Virginia with the Heinz Field. I would not want to get married in front. I don't. I think I would have too much stage fright. But that doesn't mean that no one should. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like I think that these people clearly are huge fans and also don't have the stage fright aspect of it. And maybe it was cheap, and you didn't have to go pay for a whole wedding thing, which is nice for some people. You know, it's it's what you want. And you got people watching you too. So whatever you know. gets you going, get you going. Yeah. We're talking yeah, exactly. about it. I mean, they're, <laughs> maybe they're playing chess. And We're it was on ESPN.com. <laughs> All right. So um, last night, my fr- my roommates and I. Um, like one roommate has a long distance boyfriend, so she didn't have Valentine's Day plans. Then me and the other roommate are single, and so we decided to watch some rom coms last night. So we watched Moonstruck uh, and from '87. Speaking of older movies, and then we watched uh, Twilight, which is amazing. So, but I was thinking, if you had to be in a either a rom com or an action movie, say like your agent gave you two options, you could be in a rom com or an action movie. You would want to be in the rom com. Taylor, factor cap. Oh, I'm going to go with facts. Or, no, let's say it again. Rom-com or, or action movie? The rom-com would be fact. Okay, I'm going to go cap then. I want to be in an action movie and be a spy with Slee. <laughs> <laughs> Travis? 
I go action movie too, so it's cap for me, and I'd want to be. You got to get into shape. Yeah, no, I want to be one of the henchmen. I don't want to be like the lead. <laughs> the I, I, I want to be one of the one guys chopped to the head. Yeah, no, no, I want to get blown up. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I want to be like one of the guards get, guarding the bad guy, and he comes in, and Arnold, you know, takes him out right away, throws the pipe at him or something. You know what like it could that. be in like the five first minutes. in the first four minutes of the movie, and then you're done. Yes, that's it. You're out. Perfect. Uh, you're that, out. That's my role. I don't need the lead. I'm a supporting guy. Berg. So I want to go cap, but I think I'm going to go fact. I would love to be the lead in a in a rom-com. Like, look at the women that are with you on those movies. You're going to get like J-Lo or you're going to get, you know, so I watched one with Reese Witherspoon last night. Ashton like, Kutcher. Ashton, that's the Ashton Kutcher one, yeah. Oh yes. my like, goodness. I started that thing. It's not. <laughs> it is dreadful. <laughs> what movie? We didn't watch that one. Your it's Place or Mine? It, yeah. Oh my God. God, was it terrible. It was It was not good. It I was, got through it. It was five minutes into it, because yeah. it was the number one movie on Netflix. It turned on Netflix, yes. and I'm like, I never seen it. And oh my God. Do they not were have any eating, chemistry? No chemistry? It's, were you eating Chinese food, and you're like, forget it. I'm not changing the channel. You were too I, I into it. I don't have like really passionate reaction. I just decide like, okay, I don't like this, or I do. I watch it, or I don't. I was watching this like train wreck sort of like I can't believe this that two very accomplished people are in something this terrible. It was totally and number fine. one on Netflix. Yeah, no, it was oh. totally fine oh, for what it was. Netflix. It was what? a typical rom com. It was very much you knew exactly what was gonna happen. It was very predictable. I it was fine. It was nothing great, and I'm not gonna go ever watch it again. But it was fine. <laughs> but I don't want to be in a rom com. Mila Kunis, you know, like it's yeah. fine. Like get me and, in that world. And then you're one, the people watching you are women. <laughs> typically yeah and yes. you would be seen as an object of desire and therefore Agreed. when you go out in life you might be seen as an object of desire exactly so anyway Alan? that's why it is fact uh, i go rom-com on this too more because i feel like i can crack a joke i cannot jump off a 34-story building so give me no, action don't actually do that action right? <laughs> i get it tom cruise does yeah, tom cruise does <laughs> action but movie you, even the, the concept of doing it i'm like no i'd be who's much writing better. your jokes i need to know who's doing your material <laughs> not you <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then afterwards you get to drop a one-liner afterwards yeah, you get a little, uh, again uh, I'm, gonna need, I'm gonna need script approval on those dry sets of humor and let's move this thing along <laughs> All right. So speaking in the same vein, uh, when I we were watching Twilight last night, it reminded me, you know, uh, Edward Cullen was one of my first like movie crushes as a kid and all that good stuff. It's I don't have to explain it. He's just the vampire in the Twilight movies. So well, apparently you do because all three of us went. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. So. Where is he from? <laughs> He's from. Uh, well, okay, he. Small family, big family. It's a. It's it's not really a family because they're all vampires. They got. What's his it's gonna name? go down. <laughs> He lives handle. in Forks, Washington. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you remember your first movie crush. Alan, Factor Cap. Movie crush. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'll go Cap, but I, I'll tell you what my first Topanga, which wasn't a movie. It was, it was the, uh, it was the show. Yeah. Topanga was like, I'm like, who is this? Who is this beauty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was definitely the first crush for me was Topanga. Mine was TV too. Mine, I, I can't remember the first movie one I had. It was Daisy Duke from the Dukes of Hazard, Catherine Bach. And I don't need to say no, much that's, beyond that's, that. that. Pretty much. There's a reason those shorts are named Daisy Duke shorts, and we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Great. So I actually have a TV and a movie. So the TV is Kelly Kapowski. She is was 100% the greatest. Still is. Still is. Agreed. <laughs> Still is. But the movie was in Loaded Weapon 1, and it was Kathy Ireland. 
And I loved Kathy Ireland. I actually had a poster of Kathy Ireland on my wall. Any relation? No, no. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it totally changes my whole world if it is. Local Santa Barbara. She's is she? That's where she's from. So I believe hey. that's where she still lives. And are you a big Unnecessary Roughness Yo, fan? Oh, God, that was, was a great she the movie. kicker in that she movie? She was the kicker in it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sinbad was Might the Might be a connection yes. here. Trav can just, introduce okay, hey. just saying, it's not that far away. Like, as long as you're in the same... Like, if she lived in... Next time you go see the Prague, it's unlikely. <laughs> but that she's in Santa Barbara. It's like, I mean, got a, Prague got a shot. Okay. Taylor? I, just, I mean, thought far away. Fact, yeah, I remember it was uh, Star Wars Episode One. Natalie Portman. Oh, Natalie Portman's a good yeah, one. Sure. She was in, was it, No Strings Attached? Those so rom-com? Land- uh, yes. Ones. Yeah. Those Lancome, yeah, those or Lancome, how do you say the makeup, M? Lancome, I think. Lancome, I believe that's the brand she reps. She does sure. a commercial for makeup, I think it's Lancome. I like that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's Sedano's celebrity crush, too. Portman? Yeah, Portman. It's, I don't, I think she's probably She's very smart, she went to Harvard, like- I yeah. love how you brought you buy the product too. You're like, look, hon, you should. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know why I like this, but I bought so. this for you. Gift card to Lancome. Com? Comb? I don't know. Do, uh, do they sell it? At are, you, are you using makeup a lot, so you have to figure that out? <laughs> I just like to make sure everybody has what they need. <laughs> just like to make sure that everybody has it. Spending uh, your time at Sephora. Al, we may or may not read these tweets from the boy next. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So this is going to reflect poorly upon both myself and my wife. No, more you. <laughs> Maybe. I, you're, I have no defense. I, I really don't. This is um, a failure, really. There's no other way to describe this on my part. So yesterday, I'm driving home from work, and uh, Bobby calls me, my, my oldest son, and he says, we, we're just chit-chatting about work and stuff, and he says to me, what did you get mom for Valentine's Day? And I, I went, oh, God, I totally forgot. And I said, because I was going to pick up flowers on Chinese my way home. Chinese <laughs> I know, right? And so I said, oh, I, you, thank you for reminding me. I literally was pulling in my driveway, pull right back out, and I go to Costco mm-hmm. to get flowers. And he says to me, hey, if you're going, can you grab me a bouquet as well? Bobby has a, a, a longtime girlfriend. I said, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll, I'll grab a, another bouquet. And so I bring him home, and he he gets home from work, and very quickly um, comes in, grabs a shower, and he's going out. He and, and his girlfriend are going to go to dinner last night, despite your your insistence. It's a bad night to go on. Tonight's perfect. And like okay, great. So that's where this text exchange picks up. He leaves the house to go to dinner with his girlfriend after I had picked up flowers for him um, to give to her. Go ahead, Al. Unbelievable. Because now it's starting to make a little more sense. Yeah. 
So at 7.02 p.m. is when he sent you the text, I think. Yep. He says, you'll never guess what I forgot to bring. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And you say flowers, question mark. Makes sense, right? He responds at 9.12 p.m. Guess again. He says wallet. I say wallet. Or you say wallet this morning. Yes. I did not see the text until this morning. It was 9.12. You were already in deep rim. Close. Six, six hours in. Close. Um, he says, try again. I'll give you a clue. Sliwa would find it funny. <laughs> I love so how, would Emily. I, love how <laughs> I know what's happening. I love how I'm intertwined in this, in this mix here. You said no. Seriously. He has the emoji of... Basically a face with no expression at all. Right. And you say, for real, how the hell does that happen? (laughs) And here's where we are today. He forgot his shoes again. No, he didn't. He went out on Valentine's Day. No, he didn't. By the way, they went to a nice place. He he stepped up and and they went to a nice place. He remembered the flowers. He remembered his wallet to pay for all these things. Got to the location and apparently did not have his shoes again. He's 22 years old. This is not real. Oh, shoes in the car? He should just pack them in the car now. Stop talking to me. Talk to him. I, 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 I've punted on this. I can't fix this. I ask him, when I see him leave the house more often than not, give him mine. 22 years old. <laughs> I will say, he did not you, forget his shoes Do on you have your Day. shoes? Didn't have his shoes last night at Valentine's Day. Was there a Payless nearby? Was I, there I a have, shoe I, store he could get shoes? You see the rest of the exchange. There's nothing <laughs> after that. I tapped out at that point. I have, I have no follow-ups. I don't know what happened after that. I don't know if he bought some, if he had some at Sarah's place. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the end game of this was. No shirt, no shoes, no service, I guess. Taylor, you've said nothing so far. <laughs> Just your initial thoughts on the situation here with Bobby. I wasn't I knew where the story was going once Trav started telling it. That's um very typical. I, I, I don't know what to do, Trav. I'll, yeah, I'll be that, honest. That, you it can't, didn't occur you can't, to me. You can't forget like that's not what you forget. Well, that's the thing. I I'm forgot like, a jacket. The the flowers that I that, oh man I for, didn't see them on the table. Got my forgot, wallet. Forgot my wallet. Couldn't pay for dinner. I had to make her pay for dinner. Okay, it happens occasionally. Shoes? How do you get to the place and not have shoes? He didn't actually know until he was paying for dinner that he forgot his <laughs> shoes. Did he pick up um, his girlfriend I, on the I, way there? Emily, like <laughs> again. I'm, <laughs> I'm not frustrated with you. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're the going to bear the brunt of my frustrations. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Bobby, I that's can't amazing. Ask because then it's going to make me more frustrated. You know what, Bobby? Bobby, I'm, call in, please. No, 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 Bobby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your father has led you down this path. Because I know many fathers out there that would not teach their kid not to bring their shoes. Jacket, what did you do? Makes sense. What did you do wrong? Glasses, wallet, flowers. I forgot to pump gas. Ran out of gas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Got a flat tire on the yeah. shoes. My phone. My phone died. Forgot the my charger. O- the only thing that would be more but I have shoes bizarre on. than no shoes yep. would be no shirt or no pants. Those are the only two things that would be weirder than no shoes. Which I think it would be harder to forget. How do you forget your shoes? The shoes have to be the hardest to forget. The second you walk outside and your I foot feel, hits the cold concrete, oh, yeah, I don't have shoes on. I don't on. have shoes on. Maybe he had socks on. Maybe he had socks on. And maybe that didn't give him, that didn't register for him. What have you done as a parent? I don't know. You make me sick. No, no, nothing good. Nothing good. That's um, that's unbelievable. 
That's unbelievable. Uh, that Parker really is. wanted to weigh in. He's asking, was he wearing slides? I, Parker, stop asking questions. Look, it's bad <laughs> enough that you showed up in an Angels jersey today. That already bothered me. And now he's... I don't yeah. know. I, I have no answers to any of I, your questions. He probably had slides on. Yeah, he probably had some then sandals he worn, on. But if he had sandals, those are shoes. You could wear those. In the, you'd look ridiculous, but you could at least wear was them. Was he wearing a suit to dinner? Like, was no, he wearing like, he had a suit. On no. jeans and a jacket? You can't okay. wear a suit okay. if you don't have shoes. Well, you, you clearly could. What I'm saying <laughs> is that he's not going that far, I think, to throw a suit on and then forget the he, shoes. I, That's I, a combination I that doesn't a connect. Of him walking out the door, he looked nice. He had on like a, a jacket and a pair of pants and nice shirt. He looked nice. He had pants right. on. I, that part I give him but a lot of respect. But you didn't notice they didn't have any shoes on? I, I guess I didn't, or I probably would have said something. <laughs> also, I don't think there's like, too many parents checking if the kids have shoes on. You at would 22. think I would have learned my lesson. Have you seen the show? Uh, what is it called? Scared Straight. I know the concept yeah. of it. I haven't seen I, it. I think that that might be an order. To just is there a, a shoe prison where I send him and he tries when, to... When he shows up at the restaurant, just have a cop in there, arrest him. Yep. <laughs> Put him in the slammer. Yeah. Or just have lesson. like or like broken glass outside the restaurant so that he wishes he had shoes I, on. I, I, I love how Parker comes from the other room and asking him, like, he's, he's like, hey, maybe it's... A, no. Parker, there is no explanation for this. There is no explanation I'm with you, Parker. for this behavior. I'm on Bobby's side here. To be honest with you, I kind of feel like... You did him wrong. No shoes, huh? Nice steakhouse, Valentine's Day. I don't, I don't know where they went. I don't think it was girl. a steakhouse, but it was... Uh, Cutting into your filet and you don't have shoes. That's amazing. If it's a carpet, too, he's just kind of like laying his feet down on the floor. I don't know if he got like to the front door of the restaurant, into mm. the restaurant, and they said... So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty, pretty terrible. Lakers have 24 games left. They need to win a lot more than they lose. We had some uh, Clipper fans that tonight. wanted to weigh in, too. Talk so. about Clippers and the Paul George uh, talking about how winning a championship's like landing on the moon. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.